I think now is really the best time to invest in cannabis, honestly. And when I talk to people all day, I always say we're in a really interesting point here in the industry, in my opinion, where we have this perfect storm. You have growth expectations and valuations have been really recalibrated. You've had these Darwinian type forces take effect and knock down some of the, the weaker companies. In, in the same environment, you, you've had cannabis consumer sales increase year over year significantly. From MJ Bulls Media, it's the Raising Cannabis Capital Show. Today on Raising Cannabis Capital, we are continuing this year's Cannabis Investor Series with another former guest, Pete Carabas from Key Investment Partners. Pete, welcome back to the show. Hey, Dan. Thanks. Really glad to be here again. You've been on the show a couple of times, and I'm going to invite our listeners to go back and listen to episodes 154 and 198 to learn more about Pete and Key, because today I want to pick up where we left off. When we were here back in March, on that show, we were discussing a blog that you'd just written about how chaos breeds opportunity. And your thesis essentially was that fortunes are made when there's blood in the streets. Now we're six months later. Do you still believe that bold companies will come out of this crisis ahead? Yeah, absolutely, Dan. I think that what we've seen to date is that a lot of the initial panic, while it is behind us, I mean, there still is some uncertainty in the future here that companies have more or less developed a game plan. And when you really boil it down, cannabis industry since March continues to grow at a huge rate. Mm -hmm. What we've seen is that, yes, companies have had to make some cuts. It's still been in difficult for some companies to raise capital. What cannabis sectors do you think were most helped by COVID and what sectors do you think were most hurt? I think that it's really company to company, but anything that you saw outside of cannabis in terms of sectors that did well or didn't do well were the same ones inside of cannabis. And by that, you know, delivery sources, services have continued to be an emphasis. Anything that helps brands connect to customers directly online through text messages has done well and seen growth. Any businesses that are really helping getting people into dispensaries are doing well. I think some of the sectors that burn up a lot of cash quickly have continued to struggle. Just for the sheer fact that it's hard to raise a lot of capital, even if you can put it to good work in this environment. Yeah, I've heard that a lot. And, and we've also, for switching to more talking like we're investors, we're hearing that valuations across the board are lower today than they were at the beginning of the year. Do you think now is the time to invest in cannabis or do you think the valuations will go even lower? I think now is really the best time to invest in cannabis, honestly. And when I talk to people all day, I always say we're in a really interesting point here in the industry, in my opinion, where we have this perfect storm. You have growth expectations and valuations have been really recalibrated. You've had these Darwinian type forces take effect and knock down some of the weaker companies. In the same environment, you've had cannabis consumer sales increase year over year significantly. And then at the very same time, and while we wish it was under different circumstances, you have states that need tax dollars. And all of a sudden, these tax dollars generated by potentially legalizing cannabis have become more attractive. You got to believe that's going to push legalization and policy reform up the food chain in, in terms of politicians' priority lists. 
Yeah, yeah, that's a really good point. I think that a lot of states will have no choice because they're they're so deep in the hole right now. You know, one of the things that somebody else mentioned to me that I thought was really fascinating, they said that a lot of cannabis companies are doing better today than they were at the beginning of the year. However, their valuations are about the same. So even though their sales are better, their profits are better, everything is better, their valuation has pretty much been flat. So that's a really good opportunity for investors. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. I I totally agree with that. The bottom line is I I think investors really reevaluated how they think about the cannabis industry, what's realistic in terms of growth expectations. They've put more of an emphasis on how do we get to profitability rather than how do we grow to be the biggest and baddest company out there. On the same note, you've seen some interesting things happen in certain sectors that contradict that. So I I would generally agree with that. Yeah, I I thought that was a a really interesting comment. Plus, this is a great time for investors right now. Geez, if the valuations are flat, but business is stronger, what more could you ask for? That's good. I thought I read someplace that something recently happened with Key. That's exactly right. We recently closed on two deals, actually. One, Front Range Biosciences, which is one of the market leaders in the ag bioscience space for hemp and cannabis. The second one being Spring Big, which is a customer loyalty and CRM platform helping dispensaries and branded products both connect better with the consumer. I just think that the general feeling is that it's going to be eventually legal nationwide. And I think that just makes investors feel a lot more confident to make investments in cannabis right now. And for accredited investors that are considering taking advantage of these opportunities in cannabis, what are some of the advantages of working with Key? We really pride ourselves on our due diligence process. We are are very focused on long-term partnerships with any cannabis companies that we're investing behind. Cannabis is long-term industry, I say all the time. We're one of the funds out here that I'd say is very focused on building out this industry long-term with very quality partners, quality companies, and, and the industry collectively as a whole. Yeah. And I know from companies that, that get investments from firms like yours, it's nice to know that you're there for their next rounds. I know that it's one of the things that I think you referred to earlier is that you're in this for the long play. So that means that there's going to be second and third investments into some of these companies. Is that sort of along with the strategy? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We are slightly later stage investors, but we do realize, and of course, you always want to be ready to double down on your winners. And and a lot of the companies, even at the point we're investing at, are are close to profitability. And the facts are down the road, these companies will need more capital, even in a positive sense, not because they're burning it too quickly, but more opportunities out there. And there's going to be a lot of M&A and you want to be ready for that. And you can continue to deploy capital in the companies that have, have been most successful in, in your portfolio. You mentioned M&A, and I'm going to link back to something you said earlier, where there's this Darwinian convergence on the industry. A lot of companies that probably were just hanging on there are really struggling now or maybe gone out. Do you think that's going to prompt more M&A activity? Yeah, absolutely. I think it'll be a huge opportunity for some companies and also investors. I think you're going to see, of course, continued consolidation. Now we've been in a post-coronavirus and now there's a, a new landscape, if you will, 
And I think you're going to see some of the larger, more well-capitalized companies have opportunities to buy companies that may be struggling a bit. And that could be a good thing. Yeah, because I think maybe the valuations were, in some cases, were a little high and it made it really difficult for M&A activity to get off the ground. But now that may have changed. It really interesting dynamic. You have even great companies that have just fundraised at the wrong period in time. And by that, their timing just could have been off. It's, it's nothing to do with the company. If you had a company that was planning to go out and raise capital in March, it didn't go exactly to plan or it got elongated or whatnot. So it's a lot of quality cannabis companies out there, a, a lot of companies continuing to raise capital, and it's a challenging cap markets environment. But those that stick to their business fundamentals and remain, I think, focused on profitability are really going to go the distance. I think 2021 and 20. 22, we'll look back on this point one day and say that was really a start of a, a real acceleration of the whole industry. Yeah, I hear that across the board. Everyone I talk to is just, this is something we had to go through, but it really puts us in a great position to, to launch the future. I have Pete's and key investment links in the show notes. So if anybody wants to follow up with Pete afterwards and talk offline about what we just talked about or investing, or if you're raising capital, he's the right guy to talk to. Go to the show notes or go to mjbulls.com. Pete, always good to catch up with you. Thanks again for being on the show. Absolutely, Dan. Thanks a lot for having me as always. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hey there, my name is Leah Babrudi, and I'm the founder and host of Canachicks Podcast, where I discuss cannabis, psychedelics, and other natural medicines. I not only interview people who use them as treatment for different conditions, but also the entrepreneurs who share their knowledge on how they built their businesses. If this sounds interesting to you, give my show a listen. I'm sure you'll learn something that'll surprise you.